Today is Tuesday, April 19th. The title for our devotional is Death to Self. Yesterday we looked at how Jesus talked about the principle of dying as an essential component to the everlasting life available in Christ. This teaching is everywhere in the New Testament, most notably from the mouth of Jesus. Matthew 10, 37-39 says, Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Jesus says something similar in Mark 8.35, Luke 9.27, and Luke 17.33. This passage is, an end, is the end of a long teaching from Jesus as he's sending out the twelve apostles on a missionary journey. In his instructions, he warns them that persecution will come. They will be rejected. They will be persecuted. For some of them, this would also mean being rejected by their own family. When this happens, Jesus is clear. Disciples are to love him more than anyone or anything else, even their closest relationships. His disciples are to be fully devoted to him. The difficulty lies in this paradoxical nature of Jesus' teaching. Common sense tells us to protect ourselves, not to take up our cross. Common sense tells us to follow our heart, not follow Jesus. Common sense tells us to love our parents or children over Jesus, not Jesus over our closest relationships. Going back to last week, this is where we must trust Jesus more than we trust ourselves. We must trust that he knows the secret to the fullness of life. That secret is found in dying to ourselves, that we may experience the resurrection life of Jesus. Now, it seems to me that many in the church want to experience the eternal life that Jesus offers without first dying. We want to have our cake and eat it too in that sense. Our consumeristic world asks, why can't we have it all? And many in the church have come to believe that they can. We believe we can have our get out of hell free card without committing to following the ethical imperatives of Christ. We believe we can partake in the kingdom of God without surrendering to the will of the king. We believe we can pursue a life of luxury without first picking up our cross. There is no resurrection life without first death to self. On this, Dallas Willard writes, Christian spiritual formation rests on the indispensable foundation of death to self and cannot proceed except insofar as that foundation is being firmly laid and sustained. I've heard this message often in my life, and every time I had the concept in my mind that it would be a lifetime of painful toil and excruciating sacrifice on my part, I would get the picture of an exhausted servant who has given it all and with nothing left to give is asked to die even further. This is not the case with Jesus, at least as I have found it to be. We must not take the imperative without the promise. The imperative to die to myself is followed by the promise of life. This I have found to be the case in in my story. In surrendering to the will and way of Jesus, I have found greater peace, joy, love, and hope. So much so that I no longer desire the ways of the old dead me that I left behind. Far from dragging me kicking and screaming and asking more and more when I have nothing left to give, I have found a transformed will to desire this way. When Jesus calls us 
to count the cost of discipleship, he calls us to weigh what we lose with what we gain in discipleship to him. And as Jim Elliott has said, he is no fool who gives when he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. And so in following and serving Jesus and dying to ourselves and finding life in Christ, what we find is true life. And it is a joy to serve and follow him. We'll pick up this idea in the second half of our campaign. For additional content today, I've linked you to a number of other passages in which this idea is brought up and how important it is that we die to ourselves before experiencing or as a necessary condition of experiencing the resurrection life of Christ. So I have a number of texts, Colossians 2, Colossians 3, and Romans 6. I'd encourage you to head over there and read those from the devotional page. For reflection time today, all of us must come to a point in our lives where we lay everything at the feet of Jesus and surrender all of our life to him. If you've already had this point in your life and you've already done this, it's worth revisiting to regularly remind yourself of Christ's Lordship in your life. Dying to self means laying everything at the feet of Jesus and surrendering to his Lordship. So I encourage you, again, lay your career path at the feet of Jesus. Lay your family plans and your family at the feet of Jesus. Lay your house at the feet of Jesus. Lay your retirement plans at the feet of Jesus. Lay your vacation plans at the feet of Jesus. Lay all of who you are, what you're pursuing, the things that you desire in your life, lay them at the feet of Jesus and surrender them to his lordship and see what he does with them. As these texts have said, we must die to ourselves that we might truly 